0: Like, I, growing up, <laughs> I always so thought funny. she was so attractive. And then rewatching the movie, I'm like, well, is that weird, Devin? Oh, that okay. might be a little weird. Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus. Oh, I thought
1: you were going to say Matilda.
0: <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa!
1: Whoa, Matilda! Well, we were kids when it came out. No, that's
0: way weirder than Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker. Oh, my God. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, she was the same age. Like, it came out in, like, what, 96? 94? I don't know. I'm so
0: much better about my choice now. (laughs) Jesus.
1: (laughs) Well, I was trying to think of like what would be weird, and I guess Matilda would be weird, which is why I said it. Welcome to the Romcom Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You're
0: joining us here? You love romantic comedies. It's awesome news. We do as well.
1: So this is a show where we rewatch rom coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide does it still hold up? This
0: week for spooky season Halloween, we have Practical, Practical Magic. Magic. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure you follow, subscribe, and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review Throw us a like On any of those things I don't know if you can Like on Spotify But do it if you can And as well If you want to reach out to us On Instagram At RomCom Rewind And on TikTok We have a uh, message From Danielle saying uh, I truly just want to say I am completely In love with you guys And big congratulations On your guys' marriage Thank you Danielle I also just got married This year to my favorite Movie watching partner I'm a huge fan Of falling in love And awkwardly laughing While doing so And that's why I love watching I seriously started listening to the podcast a month ago. I love how you can be a serious listener or just a normal listener. <laughs> and I'm all caught up now, so my request would be Danielle wants us to do either The Other Woman, Bad Teacher, or, her favorite, What Happens in Vegas. They all star Cameron Diaz. Danielle says she would be on on my Mount Rushmore of romance comedy.
1: I want to know more. Who is on other people's Rushmore? at Mount Rushmore's of romcoms.
0: Yeah, give us a recap again. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of romcom greatness?
1: Ooh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, Michael B. Jordan, and
0: I thought it was Ten uh, Things I Hate About You, Heath Ledger.
1: Oh, yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. Jude Law was on there for a
0: bit, but he, Law, Law, team, yeah, but he got cut from the team. Yeah, got cut. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. He Jude got
1: Law. cut from the team. Sorry. So
0: this week, uh, we're doing Practical Magic. We are. Which is a 1998 American romantic comedy fantasy film based on the 1995 novel by Alice Hoffman. The movie was directed by Griffin Dune. It's the story of the Owens sisters. We have Sally Owens, played by Sandra Bullock, and Jillian Owens. Jilly, played by Nicole Kidman. They are witches. And we learn off the top that all the Owens women dating back to, you know, a long time ago, they're cursed that the men they love are doomed to die. And the Owens girls, Sally and Jilly, they grew up living with their aunts, uh, Francis and Jet, played by Stalker Channing, and Diane Wiest. And that's kind of like, there there's the childhood time frame of this movie, which is like the first 10, 15 minutes, and then we get into adulthood, so... That's kind of the easy tip. The Owen sisters are two beautiful witches.
1: Hang on to your husband's, girl. With one wicked problem. She has
0: the worst taste in men.
1: Any man they fall for falls victim to a deadly curse.
0: Any man who wins the heart of an Owens woman is bound to end up six feet under. And
1: as hard as, hard as they try.
0: Oh my God!
1: <laughs> they can't keep their love. I feel like I'm never going to see you again. Look out! Alive. Oh. was an Thoughts on practical magic. Okay, so they say this is a cult classic, and it really is that. Um, It's so great to rewatch around Halloween, I think. It's like the perfect movie to watch. Um, It does really have an interesting take on witches. It's not like over the top with spells and casting and, and, you know, out of this world, unrealistic things. Uh, I mean, the exorcism at the end when the guy comes out as a spirit (laughs) through Jillian, that was a little, like, I was like, oh... This is 1998. Like, this is totally <laughs> from that time. Um, but otherwise, they seem like just people trying to live their lives. I really enjoyed watching this movie. It was really fun.
0: It's not like Harry Potter or Lord Voldemort, you know, casting, like uh, firing green <laughs> lightning bolts at people. It's not that kind of movie. No,
1: it, they, they made it like they're just normal people who kind of dabble in some interesting spells and... And things for local townsfolk who will come and see them. Um, And all in a very practical way. And all in a very (laughs) practical way. Like they use it to stir their coffee or, you know, do things around the house. Like I I find it made them normal. Like it wasn't blown out of proportion their witch abilities, you know?
0: Right. It was practical. The big part is that uh, a lot of their spells tend to, maybe it's just this movie, involve or be around The concept of love. Yes. Right? Yeah. I think this is a really fun Halloween rom-com watch. It does, I think you're right that it's very subtle, but it still gives you that twinkle of wonder, the mischievous what-if sort of feeling. Like the way the Harry Potter theme song kind of feels, it's the, ooh, anything can happen. (laughs) Like Sandra Bullock blowing out a candle and then reigniting it with her own breath. Yes. And the wind blows off the trees and that kind of signals, ooh, someone's casting a spell right now. It's this wonder of this wide world of magic. And the love stories here are are actually pretty compelling. The only thing is that I think this could be and should have been two different movies. Okay. It should have been an original and a sequel or oh. it should have been a trilogy. And I thought it was all three of them crammed into one. And as we go along, I'll, I'll tell you where and when. It's like, okay, scene, that okay. should have been one entire movie in and of itself. Okay, I'll get to that. But regardless, though, for Halloween, romantic comedy, great watch. Yeah, so pleased with this. It
1: is. It 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 does. And you actually said it. But it it really gives you that little bit of wonder, right? Like when growing up, I was watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like mm. I was waiting till I turned sixteen to see if I would have become magic. <laughs> pa- like I would have magic powers, or yeah. you know, watching Harry Potter grow up. Uh, well, and reading the books, um, and watching the movies. I was waiting yeah. for my letter. From Hogwarts at the age of 11. So the movie starts out with them being kids and they go to live with their relatives. Their dad died because of the curse, and I don't know if you want to explain more about the curse.
0: So the curse is that um, the Owens women, are, like I said, are, are cursed that the men they fall in love with are doomed to die. That started with one of the Owens Maria. women who I guess she lost her husband and then she was so stricken with grief that it turned into her own curse where she never wanted to love again. And then that turned into her whole bloodline just
1: any Owens woman who loved somebody would um their significant other would pass away.
0: There's a little beetle that signifies There's
1: a little it. beetle that signifies beetle it. Beetle trips he yes. dies. Yeah. You know that that's the day he's going to die. So they go to live with their relatives because their dad um passes away and then the mom passes away of a broken heart. Their aunts are the coolest. Frances and Jet. Also cool names. I love it.
0: They're also fun actresses.
1: They are. They're great.
0: Like Frances is one of like the head of the pink ladies from Greece, right? Do you remember that?
1: Yes, yes. She was also in she was also in the West Wing, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Jet is the mom in Life in Pieces. Yes, Did you she notice is. that?
1: Oh my gosh. She's mom mom.
0: Mom mom, yeah, mom, exactly. Mom. Yeah.
1: She is so good. I mean, she's been in a whole bunch of other stuff, but oh, yeah. um, I she is she's so soft spoken in everything she does and it's very calming. Oh
0: dear, <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, let's
0: your husband died. Oh, sweetheart, <laughs> let's
1: get you back on your feet. Yeah, um, super cute. Yeah, so they go to live with them and during that time they are teaching the girls how to do practical magic. Some neighbors would come to them for love spells, and so the aunts, uh, when the girls were asleep, would do love spells for them. And one night the two girls. Um, see their aunts doing these spells, and Sally says, I never want to fall in love. And, of course, Jilly says, I I can't wait to fall in love.
0: Sally says that because of, you know, the knowledge of her mom dying of a broken heart and the Owens curse, she just doesn't want to deal with love, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Can we say, not
0: the healthiest place to grow up? Where, like, ladies are just showing up? Like, can you make (laughs) somebody love me so incessantly it hurts? Some some lady says that, right? And they're like, all right, let's whip up a spell for just disgusting amount of love and let's I ha- go i
1: have to say i kind of like jet says to to the the neighbor i'm gonna just call her a neighbor um you know be careful what you wish for i really wanted to see what happened i know like i was like are you gonna show us like that is foreshadowing but i i was so let down like what like, she says on.
0: verbatim is very frightening she's it like is. i love i want him to love me so much it makes him sick like yeah well, that's sounds like a disaster have you ever like You say that to a genie and they just, they make your life horrible, right? Like he's just going to vomit every time he sees you. It's, you know, that practical kind of like literal way that spells can work.
1: A few nights after that, I would say Sally makes a spell that says she will only fall in love if this one guy exists. So she gives all these stipulations, has to be able to flip pancakes, has two different colored eyes, you know, all these other things. And she makes up, you know, the perfect guy and thinks that there will be no way in existence that he will he will ever be around this guy doesn't exist so it doesn't
0: matter i'm never gonna fall in love
1: and then she won't die of a broken heart jillian on the other hand wants to love as many people and party it up and have the best time of life good for her so fast forward to them being young adults jilly leaves home having a lot of fun and partying it up and sally stays with the ants and um lives a quiet life i guess she just kind of hangs out with the ants does her thing. Um and time passes and Sally marries this guy. And it's I found this scene really weird because like one day they're at the market and they're walking and Sally's walking behind the ants and this guy like catches her eye and she kind of like stumbles over and then the ants kind of look at each other and then the guy kind of looks at her too and then she gets home and then all of a sudden this music starts playing and she runs back to the market, runs into his arms and they kiss and then they get like it just like their life together starts.
0: You are underselling this so completely, Sarah. Okay,
1: sorry, you explain it, it is then. It's not just a song. No, it's it is a really good song. This kiss Yes,
0: yes.
1: Kiss. It's the way yes, you yes. love me. I'm emotion. really happy you're singing this right now. So yeah. continue. So, no, no, no. Continue. Continue. But, but
0: the thing is, is that Sally is complaining to her aunts. Oh, yes. God. Jilly. All this love. Blah, blah, blah. She's pretty miserable. The aunts, we learn later. Yes. Maybe they cast a little spell. So you're right, though. I, I was so confused because all of a sudden, Sally walks by this random guy. Yeah. They exchange looks and... I was, were you doing this? I was looking at his eyes. I'm like, well, the eyes aren't. Yes, me too. The, I was there's no blue the and thing. green eye there. It's so so funny. Th- this can't be the guy she loves, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, she gets home, a church bell chimes, ding, and she just stands up. <gasps> I know. She's like, it was... and now I love him. Yeah. Love has been achieved. Here we go. And it's the funny. Songs playing. Like, that yeah, Faith Hill? Slo-mo... I don't even know. Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't remember. <laughs> but... It was so. Abrupt and just like out of nowhere. I found the movie did this a few times where they only explained it to you after the yeah. fact of what they were doing, like the Belladonna um, when she, when Jilly... Anyway, we'll get to it, but um, there's a few times where they did that, and I was like, what is happening? And then they only explained it to you after, and you're like, oh, okay, that's what that meant. Right,
0: this was one of those moments yes. where I was even rewinding, being like, did I miss something? Yeah, or, yeah. No, no, you didn't miss anything. They just explain it later. But she ends up... <laughs> Meeting this guy, mm-hmm. they're in love, yes. they get married, yeah. they have kids all in a span of three years.
1: Everything's perfect, everything's great. Life is grand. Yes, and on the other side, Jilly is also having the time of her life, just in a different way.
0: She's just socializing, you know, she's got guys in her word. lives. Yeah. That's a good
1: word, socializing, yeah. <laughs> I like that. So one day, um, Sally's at home and she hears the cricket. Where are you, where are you? Don't do this to me. The
0: beetle. Come on.
1: The Come on. The beetle. Sorry, oh, the beetle. I don't know why I call it the cricket. No, it sounds, it like sounds a little like It sounds, no, well, no, it doesn't. It's a beetle. The beetle. She hears the beetle. And um, she knows that, you know, it's going to happen. And so she starts lifting all of the, the floor boards to try and kill it. And her husband, Michael, gets caught is up. Is his name Michael? His name is Michael, okay, yes. Good to know. He's walking to work with his, I don't know, I guess he has something to do with fruit job? what is his job okay,
0: i'm gonna get to that later oh, keep okay. going though okay
1: he gets caught up in a bike race and we're like oh my god like you're sitting there thinking he's going to die because he's gonna get hit by a hundred bikes <laughs> like cyclists like what a classic what a way to die Yeah, i know got hit oh, by a hundred cyclists
0: what a worse way to die they
1: all <laughs> narrowly miss him But instead, there's a car right behind the bikes, and he gets hit by that car, and he dies.
0: I don't understand this, though. Okay. Hold on. So, (laughs) like, the bikes are going past
1: (laughs) him. Yeah, hundreds of them. Hundreds. Right in front
0: of him. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And he does this like he closes (laughs) his eyes. Why are you closing your eyes? Like, you could dodge your way out of it. You played Frogger when you were a kid. You can (laughs) get out of this situation. But he just, you know, accepts death at that point. He does, yeah. All the bikes miss him. But here's the thing I'm confused by. Okay. He turns around. He does. So, are you saying the truck came from where the bikes were going?
1: Oh, you know what? Maybe I don't know what way. I forgot he turned around.
0: D- it was some final destination it shit. It was. Death oh my was God. coming I for him. I still
1: cannot drive behind a, a logging truck that has logs in it. Oh God!
0: So uh, the love of her life dies. Yes. This movie is so heart wrenching. In yeah. the first, like, well, I mean, the, there's like an an a hour. five minute span where I'm like, oh my God, Sandra Bullock, this this sucks for you.
1: I know. Yeah. Um, And so Sally is devastated and she ends up moving back in with her aunts, who are very excited to have her and her girls, and tells the aunts that her two girls will not be learning magic.
0: Well, at this point, she realizes the aunts kind of tell her, hey, we cast a spell. So she's realizing, oh my God, that whole thing, this whole life I had with this guy, Michael, that was a lie. You cast a spell on me. And here's Sarah is the end of the first movie. Oh, okay. 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 Like, why? Well, just like, I I felt like that was this whole big thing. Like, give me some more nuance. We're supposed to believe that this guy was Sally's one true love. And then, surprise, we've been betrayed by the ants who cast a spell out of love. Like, it comes from a good place, but it ends up being really destructive. I think that's a compelling story. And we race through it in like five and a half minutes. So heartbreaking for Sally. Oh, I know
1: it was really heartbreaking. She has yeah. kids with this guy. Yes. I don't.
0: I, I wrote down. I don't even know this guy's name. I don't oh even God. know his job. He's a delivery something is what I wrote down.
1: Like get, I'd like to think that he delivers fruits and vegetables.
0: He he had crates. That's yes, all I yeah, remember from yeah. it. He
1: was a crate guy. But also like, who are his? Get parents? it? Get it? A crate guy? A great guy? Ah.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> proud of that one? Yeah, the I one am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who are his parents? Because like the the Owens girls are known around town as being witches. So all of a sudden, this Michael guy randomly falls in love with an Owens girl. What does that mean? The talk of the town. Think about it, Sarah. What a great story. I would love to uh, watch an hour and 20 minutes of it. Maybe give me an hour and 30. That's a great first movie.
1: Awesome. Oh, my God.
0: I've got a question, though. <laughs> okay. So like, a lot of these spells in this movie revolve around love. But there are also some other spells if you could cast any one spell or curse, what would you cast? You only get one your whole life. That's I wouldn't it.
1: cast a curse. Um, but see, here's the thing. Okay, like I know you're
0: about to tell me the thing about spells right now.
1: The thing about magic. <laughs> oh,
0: settle in, everybody. Buckle your seatbelts. Sarah's gonna tell us about so, magic. No, I'm not. Let's hear it. But. Um, <laughs> defense against the dark arts from Hogwarts perhaps I or wish. what are, what are I your credentials a, I have
1: a wand <laughs> um okay so magic always comes at a price okay right so like I wouldn't I wouldn't do a curse because it's just yeah that's not what I would I wouldn't do that but like if you were to you know ask for you know all the luck in the world, Just kind of like Lindsay Lohan had in Just My Luck. Like, it would kind of backfire, I'm sure, in some way, right? So, like, I guess I would ask, you know, for maybe, like, a spell on, like, to have good health. To be, have good fortune. Is that, is that silly? No. What would you, what would you cast a spell for, Do You want to know what's funny? Yeah.
0: I would cast a spell for luck. No, I'm not even kidding. Would? That was what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely. <laughs> you know why? Because I've, I, I read a book and there's also one of the X-Men who has yes, yes. the gift of luck. Yes. But the way it's described in both of those scenarios, I can't remember the book, was that it was just this like kind of subtle intrinsic thing that was working with the person their entire lives. So it might be like, it might be they're walking along and oh my God, I stepped in gum and they look down and all of a sudden a bus passes by that would have hit you and it didn't because luck would have it, you stepped in that gum and it seems like just, it seems like nothing. It seems like just the cosmic fate of the universe, you didn't get hit by a bus except it's luck just subtly pulling you in a direction to help you.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I, I like wouldn't mind a little the, bit like of luck that. on my side, and I don't even know what's
0: happening. It's just hey, I'm, I'm things, I'm things are working out for Dev, you know.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I definitely wouldn't wish for like, like. Well, I mean, we can see how wishing for love what happens here the beetle gets you um but uh yeah the beetle gets you beetle it'll get you yeah i think that's probably what i would do a spell for fortune. So good fortune good fortune good which fortune. is like very similar to i was luck gonna say anyway. is that not the same thing <laughs> what are we talking little... about here <laughs> i don't know
0: <laughs> do you like oranges no i like mandarins <laughs> they're perhaps different. a clementine like they're what? different
1: <laughs> okay Kay? they're different peaches and nectarines they're different <laughs> right exactly <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if jilly knows that sally's husband has died or or not but um jilly is with her new boyfriend uh jimmy angelov he is an interesting cat he definitely is like a good villain i think
0: a good villain
1: like a bat no like a good Villain in the movie, like he's good to play a villain character. Oh, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you? He's abusive. That's a, that's a horrible person. No, <laughs> no, he is a horrible person. Okay. It's just okay. like, like the like just a good villain.
0: Good acting performance of yes, a, of thank, a bad you. thank you, thank yeah, you so much, great. thank you
1: so much. Yes, yes. Um, so Jilly puts some belladonna in um Jimmy's booze and then leaves. Like that's how she she basically drugs him in order to be able to leave to go and see Sally. So clearly we know that things are not good between the two of them. So she goes to see Sally and they spend some time together. They catch up. And I think it's really what Sally needs.
0: Well, and and there is this connection that we haven't really talked about with Jilly and Sally. When yeah. they're when Sally or when Jilly's first leaving, they do this blood pact that they're going to die on the same day. Which is kind of interesting, but it's like Sally and Jilly, they're sisters, but they grew up together in their aunt's house, and they, there's this really special bond. So, you know, Sally's husband dies, and Jilly just kind of, she just knows somehow. And that's why she goes to see Sally. Like, it's not, I don't think it's obvious, like, oh, yeah. her husband died, but yeah. it's more like a, Sally needs me for something.
1: I, I find it's exactly what Sally needs, and she kind of gets her her shit together, and, um becomes in a good place and then jilly leaves yeah to go back yeah to go back with jimmy and um one night sally gets a phone call and it's funny because like i guess nobody calls their house on their house phone because they all knew like the aunts and sally all knew that that was jilly calling the phone sarah
0: what i think it was magic oh It, it was only sally though sally was running to the phone and she's like jilly needs me jilly needs me and that's so, like, it's the same thing. She knew that something was happening with Jillian.
1: Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, Interesting. I know you didn't. Wow. Cool. Okay, Welcome I like to the it. wide
0: world of magic, Sarah. Oh,
1: I like it. I should have caught that. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Sally gets a phone call. Jilly's really scared. They're in a in a motel. And um, Sally leaves right away. She gets on a flight to go see Jilly. She finds Jilly on the floor and the motel crying because she's been...
0: She's been abused by Jimmy. She's been abused by Jimmy
1: Angelov. And so she gets Jilly out of there right away, grabs all of her stuff. But she goes back because Jilly forgets her tiger's eye around the uh, rearview mirror in the car. And when Jilly gets in the car, Angelov is there in the back seat and basically kidnaps them both.
0: Is it weird that this is my best scene, actually? This is my best scene. Okay. So the car scene, Sally and Jilly both in the vehicle. Jilly's boyfriend, Jimmy... Um, is in the backseat. He's got a gun. But I thought the sisterhood parts of this movie were kind of like a nice touch that you don't see in mm. many romantic comedies. Yep, yep. Jimmy's like totally drunk. He even tries to brand Jilly at one point. Like he, yes, he,
1: and that comes in later, but yes.
0: Yes, yeah, so he he like heats up this ring that he has. And we don't really know what he's doing and then he tries to do that to her. But... I like the very subtle magic in this movie like Mm -hmm. we've talked about. In in this moment, Jilly communicates with Sally who is driving. She communicates that there's Belladonna in her bag. And the way they shot the scene was that Jilly is kind of using her eyes, but then we all of a sudden see her speaking Mm -hmm. directly to Sally that it's there. I also like that they both kept their cool. Like These were not um, damsels in distress, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like There was no part where I'm like, Sally and Julie aren't getting out of this. You know, it was more like, a how are they going to figure this out? I, but like, I trusted that they didn't need to be saved, that they're going to do it on their own, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I like that.
1: Yeah. And I also like the part where they didn't use like this magical spell to get out of it. Like they really did. They did use some slight magic, but it was just to assist them getting out of that predicament. Yeah,
0: and what happens is that Sally Sally puts a whole ton of Belladonna into this bottle of uh, tequila. She mixes it up with her own magic, creates a little whirlpool. Jimmy gets it back, and... Um,
1: when they're stopped to let him go pee, um, he's singing this song... And he gets back into the car and Jilly's like, oh my God, he still hasn't passed out. Like what the heck is happening? And he tries to kill Jilly again. He tries to choke her and he finally, like it finally hits him all at once. And um, yeah, he's out cold, dead in the backseat. Yeah. Out cold and dead.
0: Yeah. he's yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So Sally and Jilly potentially, I mean, it was self-defense, but. They just murdered Jimmy.
1: Yeah, they're freaking out. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, basically now facing jail time. So they decide that they're going to go back to the house and resurrect him using dark magic. Which- and this,
0: this yeah. is brought up before. So when Sally's husband, what's his name, Michael? Michael. Who cares? Should have been a movie. When he dies, Sally does talk to the ants and she's like, yeah. is there a way to bring him back? And they're like, mm, we don't really do that magic. Which Sally notes, the answer is not no. It is possible. It's just... Not a They'll great... come
1: back as a different different thing. They won't come back as a person, really.
0: And Jilly, in this scenario, remarks, you can't be more horrible than what J- Jimmy already was. Yeah. He was a horrible guy, so what does it matter if he comes back being horrible? So they cast the spell to bring him back.
1: Which, again, magic, it always comes at a cost backfires backfires big yes it's never a good idea when has it ever been a good idea in any movie that is magical that you've ever seen to bring back the dead he tries to kill jilly again saying i want you to be my wife over and over again i thought that was really creepy um and so sally grabs a cast iron p- pan and um, hits him over the head a few times and basically he then dies again they Bury him in the backyard.
0: Can I say, the the whole vibe of this movie, though, I will admit, is a little bit all over the place. Because it, it goes from, like, fun, adorable witchcraft, Sally's husband dies, oh no, that's terrible. Then it's back to fun witchcraft, and then, oh, we murdered a guy, and he's also a horrible person. And then, like, oh, these kids, look at these kids, they're so cute and adorable. Like, I feel like it's very, the, the pacing is a little bit
1: strange at times. It's almost... Too dark for children, but too light for it to be like a, a darker movie for adults. Yeah, if that like, makes sense. Like
0: after he's been killed and they bury him, yeah. Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock are like dancing around in the backyard,
1: like "Woo, we did it!" <laughs> like this seems strange. <laughs> this is yeah. you just
0: murdered a man. <laughs> this is
1: a weird thing to celebrate. <laughs>
0: you just murdered a man, brought him back as a zombie, re-murdered him, buried him, but now, hey, great theme music. Let's let's have a little fun
1: time. All here. very bad idea.
0: Yeah, and then they even the ants come back and they have a little margarita time, which I think should be such a memed moment.
1: Okay, so that's my best scene. So the margaritas, yeah, this is my this is my best scene. What a fun house to grow up in—a midnight margarita hangout with your aunts who fed you brownies for breakfast.
0: It's like margaritas.
1: They get really, really tipsy, and they, they have such a great night. They're dancing around. I love it so much. However, the scene does go from good to bad quite quickly at the very end. Um, the bottle of alcohol that they're all drinking from is the same one that Jimmy was drinking from, and the ants actually start singing the same song he was singing right before he died. And they ask what's wrong, but the girls won't tell them, they won't tell the ants what they did. So the ants decide the best way, like the best way to teach them that they have to sort out their own shit is to leave. So they leave.
0: Hilarious parenting. Oh
1: my God. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. You've gotten yourself into some witchy shit. You got to figure it out. We're actually the witches, but we're going to leave you. Bye. There's a
0: murderous zombie in the backyard. No worries though. You'll, you'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, so the roses grow overnight over where Jimmy was sleeping. Suspicious. Or where he was buried, not sleeping. Sorry, he was buried there. Um, And one of the daughters, Kylie, actually sees Jimmy, stand, like his ghost standing under the roses, and she won't go outside to pick some herbs for her mom. That was also really creepy. Well, it's
0: also like kind of in the reflection of the doorway window, I think is what it is. Yeah. it's, It's one of those classic horror movie tropes.
1: Okay, okay. So... Oh, okay. Talk to me. The spirit... Sarah's in. ...was in Jilly's body, right? So Jimmy was... Jimmy's spirit was in Jilly's body. If you're saying that it was a reflection in the window, was Jilly standing behind Kylie in that same spot that it would have been a reflection Maybe. but it would have looked like it would have been over the roses
0: whoa I thought it was outside but you could be onto something here I could be you could be. I on don't know I'd something. have to
1: watch it again but
0: can I throw out a, a quick little random question you, I'm just thinking back can. to that Margarita moment who is the single most attractive witch and or wizard of all time ooh because okay. like Sandra Bullock she like she doesn't exude wizardry, wizardry no, in this movie but, but, but like I, I would say she's like extremely uh, pretty Agreed. witch. which yes i agree you
1: know? i agree completely my wizard crush would be neville longbottom in the seventh harry potter movie oh
0: specifically in the seventh
1: he he was a late bloomer <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the big thing when that movie was coming out. oh in. yeah oh, he took yeah. all these like uh shirtless photo shoots and people were like damn like is that bucktooth neville longbottom right uh, there? yes
1: wow. yes it was and um yeah, a sight to see that, it, uh, yeah. It's
0: funny, I had a prediction that you would say Jude Law as a Ooh. young Dumbledore in the new Fantastic Beasts Oh, actually,
1: movies. yeah, I forgot about that. Pretty attractive. Yes, he was. Well, he is. He is.
0: Mine is super weird, though.
1: <clears throat> okay, can't wait. Like, I, <laughs> growing up, this I always so thought funny. she was so
0: attractive, and then rewatching the movie, I'm like, mm, is that weird, Devin? Oh, that okay. might be a little weird. Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say Matilda. (laughs) whoa. Whoa, Matilda. Well, we were kids when it came out. That's
0: way weirder than Sarah (laughs) Jessica Parker.
1: Oh, my God. Sorry. (laughs) Well, she was the same age. Like, it came out in, like, what, 96? 94? I don't know. I feel so
0: much better about my choice now. (laughs) Jesus.
1: (laughs) Well, I was trying to think of like what would be weird, and I guess Matilda (laughs) would be weird, which is why I said it. Okay, Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, yeah. Okay, why is that weird? I don't know. She just... I mean, compared to the other two, like let's be honest.
0: Oh, she was definitely...
1: She brought up the rating. 100%.
0: That's what I thought, but then rewatching it, I'm like, nah, she's not really like a sex symbol or anything. I don't know why I was attracted to this. So back to the movie. Um, Jimmy's dead. He's kind of haunting the household a little bit, though. And Jilly and Sally don't know what they're doing, but we have a new visitor coming.
1: So while Sally is in the backyard the next day cutting back all of the rose bushes, um, Gary Gary Hallett shows up. He is a special investigator from Tucson, and he really wants to talk to Jilly about Jimmy Angelov. And we don't know what it's for yet, And but Sally starts to freak out, so... Um, she goes to grab Jilly and of course Jilly's like no we have to lie we have to lie and Sally's like I don't actually think I can lie to this man and I don't know why. And so that kind of like starts the foreshadowing right?
0: In this moment. Yeah. I'm Jilly. You're okay. Sally. Oh my God. One fact about Sarah is that she is the worst at lying. We can't even negotiate, like, the price of a vehicle together. Sarah just needs to not be involved because she can't I just sit somebody.
1: there quietly. Yeah. <laughs> can and Can we them ask do it.
0: for less money? Yes, we can ask for anything. We're buying a car. Sarah cannot lie. And Sarah, is Sally here? Just
1: I, I cannot... am. Actually, I saw myself in her, you know? I was just like, oh, I'm Sally. I know that I am because I would have a hard time. Like the whole entire time when she is speaking with Gary Hallett, she doesn't actually ever lie to him. No. The entire time, she always tells him the truth. Do you have any idea how strange this all sounds to me? I I, I got people telling me that you're up here cooking up placenta bars, that you're into devil worship. No, no, there's no devil in the craft. He does ask at one point, did you kill Jimmy Angeloff? And she says yes twice. Did you or your sister kill James Angelo? Oh, yeah. A couple of times. And then leaves. And it it's not a lie. She did, in fact, kill him twice. She specifically killed him twice. So she never actually lies to him. And I just thought that point was so interesting because it goes back to the very beginning when she meets Scary, where she says, I can't lie to this man. I don't know why. And so this kind of starts the the foreshadowing of it all. So Gary starts to question Sally and Jilly. And Sally, like I said, can't just stop the word vomit. It just keeps coming out. And she kind of is saying all of these things. And she kind of has to be told like, no, Kate, we got to stop this. Like abort, abort. So turns out Jimmy Angeloff is actually a murderer. There was a woman found on the side of the road a few years prior with a branded like skull on her leg which is exactly what he was trying to do to Jilly in the car. And so he probably would have murdered her. And so that is the reason why he is there investigating Jimmy.
0: But then he starts investigating Sally a little yes. bit. And the Owens girls. He goes around town, you know, what do the Owens girls do up there? And, and of course, the Owens family is extremely well known in this town. As and witches. Every single person is rhyming off weird stories they're Dissecting placenta. There's something about placenta, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And there's that. That's about-
1: how that's how the ants stay young. They eat placenta. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's,
0: that's really gross. Yeah, it is interesting. They do hint at, you know, Agent how Howlett isn't angry. He's de- like he's definitely suspicious of Sally, but more than suspicious, intrigued. he is intrigued yes. by Sally yes. for sure. And he even stops by her store. Asks a few questions of the employees. Uh, She actually arrives when he's, you know, questioning people. And they keep on having these cute little moments. It's kind of like a cat and mouse moment. Like, he is still trying to investigate her. But he's also just, like,
1: you know, asking questions, like, not flirty, but, like, borderline, maybe? Yeah, a little bit, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And so one morning, he actually stays for breakfast because he's there asking them more questions. Uh, And this is where... He asks straight up about the belladonna and whether she killed Jimmy and she says yes twice and um, he just kind of like looks at her and just like really just flabbergasted and she's completely honest with him though. So he stays and the daughters are helping Aunt Jilly make a syrup where it will, I don't know what it would do to him. Will it kill him? It might. And Kylie has this book of the original spell that Sally made when she was a child of the perfect man. And so the girls are looking at it and they say, oh, he can flip perfect pancakes. And so sure enough, he can flip a perfect pancake. All the signs point that he is her dream man and that she did the spell for him. However, Jillie is going to try to send him away. And the girls take the syrup and run off and throw it into the ocean. And as they're coming up, a bullfrog is sitting there and croaks up Jimmy's ring. ring, The ring that he brands the girls
0: with. So, of course, Agent Hallett realizes it right away. And he goes back into investigator questioning mode. You know, how did you guys find this? Blah, blah, blah. Are you trying to screw with me? He even says, like, what would that syrup have done to me?
1: Yeah, exactly. So he's totally on to them. And they he leaves. He storms off. And Jilly and Sally get into a big fight. Um And Sally really wants to do the right thing. So she runs after him and she wants to come clean to him. So they go into his motel room and um she starts to do it. And then uh he turns off the...
0: She starts to confess and then he turns off the recorder and yes. says, listen, before you say anything else, you should really speak to a lawyer because she was confessing to the murder. And that's kind of the... Like, Agent Howitt is investigating them, and there's all these stuff strewn about, you know, pictures and such and such. But he also had this letter that Sally had mailed, and he had seemingly read it so many times. Yeah, like hundreds. Yeah, so we're really gathering the fact that, although he's investigating them, he has, like, an emotional connection to Sally that almost doesn't really make sense. So he tells her, like, before we keep going, like, you need to talk to a, a lawyer.
1: Yes, yeah, and then they start making out. Like,
0: literally out of nowhere.
1: I know. I will say, like, that yeah. was, that just happened. Yeah, like, you literally told her to stop confessing to a murder to get a lawyer, and then you start making out.
0: This, this was the part of the movie that I'm like, really? Like, so the guy investigating the, like, you murdered somebody. He's investigating you. He's the love interest here.
1: Sally gets back to the house, and Jilly is, like, screaming and yelling, and the girls come running down, and she's like, they're like, something's happening with Aunt Jilly. You gotta help. So Sally goes up there and finds that Aunt Jilly is being possessed and that she has a spirit inside of her. And Gary comes and is there. I don't know how, why he came back. Maybe for another makeout session. I don't know. And it, this is really, really weird. Like he becomes, through Jilly, Jimmy becomes real. Like he becomes a spirit. Yeah, well, he
0: was possessing her and yes. he. I think it's kind of like he's in the spirit we, world yeah. and he uses his possession of her to make his way into the real world. Right. Uh, see, you know, you no, really no, no. teed yourself up as a no. as a magic expert. <laughs> I'm not. A, but I'm I schooling am, you right let now. Let me just
1: tell you, I am absolutely not. All right, everybody, um, stand
0: up. Get out of the classroom that oh Sarah is teaching gosh. magic in. You <laughs> can now join Devin. I will explain magic to you. Oh, my That's God. That's how he does it, okay? Yes,
1: but it just like, I I guess this is where I was like, oh, this is totally from the 90s because like just the CGI and like... it's very like Casper,
0: 90s Casper, right? It has the same sort of feel where it's like CGI, but it's early CGI. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like it was like, oh, okay. So he kind of looked really scary. Anyway.
0: So all of a sudden... Agent Hallett is like, oh my God, ghosts are real. The Owens family, they're for sure witches. Yeah, But they, they weren't lying. Like this guy is a psychopath and they, they probably killed him.
1: Yeah, and he uses, so Jimmy does try to kill him, tries to reach into his heart and pull out his heart. His badge saves him, the star. And so I think that was part of the original spell as well.
0: No, I don't think it was part of the original spell. I think it was, there's a moment that Sally. Sari... Oh. And Agent Hallett, they're in the greenhouse. I think it's the time where he sees the Belladonna. And he's asking her about spells. And she says, spells only have power if you believe they have power. Uh, And she points out his badge. And she's like, the only reason that that has power? It's just
1: a star. Just another symbol. Your talisman.
0: It can't stop criminals in their tracks. Can it? It has power because you believe it does. You yes, know that agreed. star, it's powerful, but it's only powerful because Agent Hallett holds the power, right? Mm, that's deep. deep. Oh, you better buckle oh. up for the honorable mention, Sarah. It Ooh, gets
1: deeper. I can't wait. So Hallett doesn't understand he has a he has a kind of a heart to heart with Sally, and he doesn't understand why he's really there. And
0: I love this so much. This was so close to my best scene. This was great. So Sally's coming clean to Agent Hallett about everything that happened. And she also reveals to him, like, we, we realize that he has a blue eye and a green eye. She knows that he flips perfect pancakes. Yeah. He's the perfect guy. Yes. So she reveals to Agent Howitt, listen, like, when I was a kid, I cast a spell for you. I cast a spell for the perfect man, thinking that he never existed. It turns out you, you're that guy. You are, and that's why you and I are like this. That's why you're in love with me, and I'm in love with you.
1: And that's why you're here.
0: That's why you're here. But she says something to him. She, she doesn't want him to stay. And she says, if you stay, I wouldn't know if it was just the spell. And you wouldn't know if it was just because I didn't want to go to jail. And it's so, man, what a heartbreaking situation. Because yeah. remember, Sally was in the same scenario with Michael, there was a spell put on Michael. They love each other, but it wasn't real, right. right? So Sally is sitting here being like, wow, he loves me. But like, it's just because the spell I cast when I was a kid. Yeah. And he's going to love me no matter what, but he's never going to know if I'm actually being truthful with him.
1: It was so, oh my God, what a tough scene. And then he walks away saying curses only have power when you believe in them and he doesn't.
0: But then he also said, as he's walking away, he turns back to her and he's like, you know what? I wished for you, too.
1: Oh, I know. That was a really cute line. It's a weep warning, guys. Oh, oh, my God.
0: Really? Well, mostly because Sandra Bullock starts crying yeah. immediately after that moment. And can I say, like, this, I don't know if this is a compliment, Sandra Bullock, but, like, great crier. Anytime she cries in a movie, I'm like, oh, man, that's. <laughs>
1: She's that's, believable, somebody,
0: eh? Somebody's grabbing my heart yeah. and twisting it around right now. No, I just, I can't God. handle Sandra Bullock crying, and that that's a weep warning, okay?
1: It's true. Whew jimmy like that was not the end of him (laughs) i don't know why it should have ended with. well he's
0: still possessing jilly though
1: yeah but it looked like he was just completely disintegrated like gone so it could have ended that way but anyway he's not gone he's still squatting in jilly and
0: <laughs> that's a weird way to frame it.
1: I think they say that in
0: the they movie too. It felt weirder when you just it said did. it out. It
1: did. That's why I'm laughing. Cause I was like, Oh, that's not anyway. <laughs> okay. And so they have to force his spirit back into the grave. And so earlier in the movie, there's this scene about, and this is where this, this, um, the phone tree comes into play. So earlier in this, in the movie, Sally, is part of the you know PTA at the at the school where the girls go. And she is never picked to to be the top of the phone tree because everybody hates her and thinks she's, a, she's witch. a witch. Yeah. And so every time they rig the tree and she's never on it and she's never a part of it and whatever. Well, Jilly's home. So she goes in and kind of works her magic in the, literally she works her magic in the uh, classroom and turns out that Sally is the top of the tree. And so in order to get jimmy back into the grave um they need a coven of witches or they need you know around nine or 12 people and so sally Sally, just starts calling sally just activates the phone tree and calls all the people who literally hated her and they need them she needs them to do the spell so they all become her friends
0: (laughs) this was a part that really didn't make sense they just like we need the end of this movie to come together so all these women who hated sally and talked all this ish about her the entire movie. All of a sudden, they're like, oh my god, like your sister and all this... They really made it like a, let's like bond around mutual female drama. And that was kind of how they like opened up to Sally. But yeah, they all show up to be in this coven so we can exorcise Sally's sister, Jilly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, The ants do come back right before this. And they're the ones that come up with the idea of how to do the exorcism to get Jimmy out of Jilly. It's not really working. Jimmy won't leave. And so... How they get rid of him is Sally comes up with the idea that perhaps, you know, their blood pact pact that they made so many years ago, maybe that's powerful enough to do it. So she cuts her hand and cuts Jilly's hand and smacks them together. And sure enough, that is good enough to break all of the curses. Yeah,
0: it's not just Jimmy. It's also the curse of the husbands dying. Yes, The beetle curse is gone The beetle
1: curse is gone. And so they take all the brooms after all the ladies and they sweep Jimmy's essence Out of the house and back to the grave, and then they pour this like stew concoction that they've made onto the grave, and he basically is no longer in their world and he is dead officially. Thank God.
0: Fast forward to I think like maybe the next Halloween, and we have this really weird moment with like Sally and Jilly and the kids, and they're all up on a rooftop and they all use umbrellas and they fly down to the people around, and it's kind of like I don't know this Halloween carnival thing, but. It's it's fairly strange that like okay we all hated the Owens family because they were witches now we're all bonding over mutual witchness and we all accept that like hey there's just witches over here. Yeah. And also Agent Howlett's there and Sally. Yes
1: because they connect actually before this part. Yes. Yes, he comes back to find Sally and then they kiss and and they become they they're together now. They're in
0: love. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie.
1: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes the endings are just so like non-exciting. Quickbacks. A real witch consulted on practical magic and later threatened to curse the movie. In an interview with Vulture, director Dune said he hired a witch consultant for the film to talk with him about the movie and observe rehearsals with the actresses. Dune said, although he feels the witch consultant was paid well, she later demanded extra money and a percentage of the film's profits.
0: Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I know.
1: Dune also said that when they told her the pay bump was not possible, she told the producer, I'm going to put a curse on you. I'm going to I'm putting a curse on this movie, I'm putting a curse on Griffin, Dune. The director said he also received a voicemail from her with additional curses and speaking in tongues she also sued warner brothers and the legal team was so freaked out that they just paid the witch off
0: to be fair apparently the budget for this movie is 75 mil it only made 68 at the box office yes it did yes maybe the curse was real
1: maybe jimmy was supposed to be from texas but the character was rewritten for the actor even though this movie is considered a cult classic, it initially did not do well at the box office or with critics. It had a budget of $75 million, as you just said, and only made $68.3 million worldwide. Rubber floors were installed on set for the exorcism scene with Nicole Kidman. She wanted it to look real, so she, um, the, the rubber floors were, were set and put in place so that she could like, hit her head against the floor and everything like that, make it look real. The movie is based on a book by Alice Hoffman of the same name. However, the movie took several creative liberties. The movie has had many attempts at a spinoff. In 2004, there was a pilot called Sudbury, starring Kim Delaney, Jerry Ryan, and Kat Dennings, executively produced by Sandra Bullock. However, it was never picked up. The second attempt was in 2010 when ABC Family, now Freeform, said that they would be doing a TV reboot of the movie. The series never made it either. However, we are in luck. The author, Alice Hoffman, wrote a prequel called The Rules of Magic. There is talk of a prequel being made by HBO Max. The story will follow Franny, Jet and Vincent Owens, the siblings, throughout trials and tribulations of New York um, in the 1960s. Barbara Streisand was interested in buying the Owens Mansion, but it doesn't actually exist. The house was a specially built architectural shell in Washington that was torn down after filming. Even some of the blossoms on the trees were fake and made of silk. The small town scenes were filmed in downtown Coopville, Washington, a Victorian-era seaside port town located on the south side of Penn's Cove on Whidbey Island. Some of the cast and crew actually drank alcohol during the filming of the midnight margarita scene. During Practical Magic commentary, Bullock said that the actresses drank bad tequila that Kidman had brought while filming the scene.
0: That's awesome that they were actually doing that. That's hilarious. I know, I know. I
1: thought it was really fun. That's why I like my best scene. Aidan Quinn, who plays Gary Hallett, has heterochromia iridium. It is a harmless condition in which one of the iris is colored partially or completely different than the other iris. The director, Griffin Dune ran into unexpected issues when it came to the lead actress's number of takes needed to complete each scene. Sandra Bullock would generally finish in two or three takes. However, Nicole Kidman had just finished working with Stanley Kubrick on Eyes Wide Shut for 18 months, and she was now used to doing close to 70 or 80 takes for a single scene. Sally's botanical shop is called Verbena. Verbena is a flowering plant that is associated with divine and supernatural forces. This movie takes place in a town on an island in New England, but we never find out what the town or the island is named, except for when the name of the Maria's Island post office was shown when the ants were leaving. In the book, Antonia is the oldest of Sally's two daughters, whereas in the movie, Kylie is the oldest. Nicole Kidman also plays a witch in the movie Bewitched in 2005. There was a black dog that followed Sally's husband, Michael, on the day of his death. This was no accident. According to several cultural traditions, mainly those on the British Isles and Latin America, a sign of impending death can take the form of a black dog. In the scene where they lay Jimmy's body on the table to resurrect him, you can hear Nicole Kidman's Australian accent come through when she says, Sally, watch his balls. You can also see Jimmy break character and slightly smirk. Aunt Frances and Aunt Jet frequently wear clothing and styles that were popular in the early 20th century, suggesting that they really were much older than they appeared, um, as the town folks implied. For the final scene with all of the townspeople at the Owens' home, the entire population of the town where filming took place was in, they were invited to show up in costume and appear as townsfolk.
0: Honorable mentions.
1: My honorable mentions, the ants. I gotta give them credit. I freaking loved them in this movie, and honestly, I could have had more of them. I loved them. I wish they didn't leave. Like, I wish they hadn't have left and let let the two girls figure their shit out. Because, like, I just wanted more of it, you know? Because <laughs> they brought the magic, you know? I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So my honorable mention is the specific spell that brought Agent Hallett to Sally Owens. Okay. Now, this is a theory. Ooh. Everybody gather around. Ooh. Take a seat at Devin's class of witchcraft and wizardry. Maybe the book explains this, or maybe it dives into it. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm just out to lunch. But I believe that every single thing that happens in this movie regarding Jilly and Jimmy and the murder, that is all happening because of the spell that Sally cast for her one true love all those years ago. Because think about it. She casts a spell. I want a man, one blue eye, one green eye who can flip pancakes in one foul swoop. That man, we later learn, already existed in Arizona as a young boy. He was riding a pony. (laughs) And from that moment, I think the spell goes to work, right? It's trying to pull Gary Hallett towards Sally Owens. We also learn that Agent Hallett was surveilling Jimmy Angelov before his murder, which means that the spell that Sally cast likely brought Jilly to... Jimmy Angelov made them fall in love, perhaps, so that Sally would eventually murder Jimmy, spurring Agent Hallett
1: oh to God. investigate
0: Sally thus bringing them together.
1: This is like it's it's extremely in depth, but I I love it.
0: But what I mean is that like if the spell is working, it's working to bring those two people together, yeah. what is the easiest process for making that happen? Well, it's through a murder. Yeah. Through well, through several. If he's an agent, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He needs <laughs> something to investigate. I know, How do we get I him to
1: investigate Sally? I know. I'm just talking through You know, they can't things. they can't have a meet and cute at a coffee shop. He's in know? Arizona. He picks up the the wrong coffee order. He's like 8 know? states no? away. Okay. We got to pull him uh, to Sally. How do we okay. do that? We got to get her to murder Jimmy. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's a little extreme. Like I said, they just can't meet in a coffee shop and he picks up her coffee by accident. She's like, oh, no, that's my coffee. She and never then they leaves exchange New numbers. England. How is he going to see her? This is a really good point. But maybe he goes to visit New England on a vacation just to, you know, get some away time and they end up in a coffee shop there that's what i like to think but clearly it didn't a murder (laughs) several murders had to occur in order for these two to meet two
0: murders of the same guy
1: what should have been okay my what should have been was that i would have liked and again this is just like i want you know everybody to find somebody jillian jilly to find somebody too who well i don't know but I was also thinking about it just now. Maybe that's not her style, you know, like Sally's, you know, quiet and and content with just like living like a, you know, a quieter small town life, whereas I don't think Jilly quite is. So maybe that's not what's best for her. But still, I wish I wish she would find somebody that's not Jimmy Angeloff. I mean, he's dead, but not like him. Yeah.
0: But she's going to continue her globe trotting ways after this movie. I'm sure I think so. I I I agree. I agree. My what should have been, I've already been doing it, should have been two movies. Oh, so not three anymore. It could be a third, but likely two movies. Give me the whole Michael story. I want to hear what happens.
1: The whole Michael story. We go
0: like three scenes, fall in love, have kids, he dies. Like it just all happens at once. Give me the whole story.
1: I am interested to see the HBO Max like prequel because I actually, like I said, I love the ants, so I really want more of them and I would love to see them. Um, as like a younger self story. I love that. And overall rewatchability, Sarah? So my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry 4, Storyline 4, Thirst Factor 4, Imagination 4.5, Soundtrack 4.5, Cheese 4 for an overall score of 4.2 out of 5. What? It's a cult classic. I that love it. is high, and, Sarah. And it's a Halloween classic. So again, this is like a Halloween movie. It's a cult classic. I really liked it.
0: Hey, you're going to hate my scores. Oh, okay. So I have chemistry, a 2.2. Oh,
1: okay. All of the love that happens in this movie is spells. None of it's real. Yeah, but the chemistry between the sisters, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yes, the chemistry between the sisters. That's kind of what I was thinking. Okay.
0: like I I like the chemistry between Gary Hallett and Sally because they kind of acknowledge to each other this might be... Just a spell at work. When they randomly started kissing, I'm like, really? This is happening right now? <laughs> Same with Michael. Oh, she likes that guy? Oh, okay. <laughs> well,
1: it was all very random and, and like abrupt, right?
0: Yeah. Storyline 4.3. Okay. Thirst Factor 3. Imagination 4.3. Soundtrack 4 cheese 4.5 okay for an overall score we're weighed down by the chemistry mm-hmm. overall score of 3.71
1: oh that's still higher than i thought when you gave me the bad news that i would be disappointed you
0: a with four your point what a 4.2
1: yeah <sighs> no i know cult classic Jeez. i love it it was a really good movie
0: oh really because halloween-esque yeah last year we did bewitched which is also a cult classic no we no 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 no, no 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 no, the og
1: <laughs> not like no, that. no no the og <laughs> bewitched is a cl- cult classic <laughs> The Bewitched with Will Ferrell and Nicole Kidman is not a cult classic, and no, I stand by my review for that movie.
0: And this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of Practical Magic. If you are listening to us on Spotify, please follow us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, reach out if you want to chat with us. Maybe if you have any thoughts on my theory about that spell, I want to hear them at Rom-Com Rewind on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks for listening.